What's going on, guys? Welcome to In The Zone, where we talk about being in the zone, skill acquisition, being in the zone for training, and in this case for today, being in the zone mentally, right? Uh, But if you're new to the show, we do have different types of segments, and I think this is a little bit more of a longer rant uh, type of segment for today. We also have full-length interviews with other coaches, players, um, and then also mental minute game hacks, you know, something just quick and uh, suggestive for trying to help your mental game. And then also deep dive educational ones that also help you just get a better understanding of certain aspects of baseball and the training in it in and of itself. But if you have any topics that you'd like to see covered or maybe even future guests on the podcast, you can email that in. It's in the zone podcast one, two, three at gmail.com because the only way this thing grows is through you guys sharing it reaching out and i appreciate those who have been reaching out and i think there was a slight um glitch on one of the episodes and i appreciate you guys who are avid listeners and let me know about those so again i I believe in value exchange if you give that back to me i'm going to give it back to you Uh, but for today's topic I kind of want to go into a story because I've had this kind of come up with a a current coach that I'm working with where he's just like, hey, do you consider yourself a workaholic or how do you, you know, how do you balance between working a lot, right? Because especially being in a baseball season, as almost year round seems, you can kind of get lost in your work. And I've, I've definitely be there not only as a player, but also as a coach. So I'll kind of break those down a little bit, um, but just know that I think it's it's good to recognize that you're probably doing too much. Sometimes you do need to disconnect, but also know if you truly still do have a passion for it, like a previous podcast I touched about, right? Green stealing that love for the game and why you do it. You know, I think that's something that does help you power through this because it's not just something that. You're just magically going to love every single day. And that's with any job, right? You're not going to love every single thing that you do or every single day. It's going to be all sunshine and rainbows, as Rocky says. So, but let, let's go into the story. Um, you know, with me as a player, uh, you know, did the traditional route, went through all through high school and was playing, got all the way up to Juco ball for my first year um, at Crowder College. And all the hard work and stuff that I was putting in just didn't seem to pay off. And there's a lot of other aspects that are involved with that too, such as my parents splitting up and things like that and having to move to a different area. So I decided to bounce from that school and go out to North Carolina. Uh, And from there, I didn't seem to power through with any of the local schools, tried out again, nothing really came about it. So I I hung up the cleats for a short period of time, right? I went to a Bible school for, you know, a little semester, 
but I, you know, do doing some soul searching. I uh, came to the conclusion that, you know, I still had love for the game and I still had a lot um, left in the tank for me, not only physicality side, but just me being able to enjoy it because I realized that, you know, I was putting a lot of pressure on myself again, previous post our podcast on um, that self-induced pressure. So I was like, Hey, I just probably need to go into playing again, but with more of an open mind and, and more for enjoyment of the game. Not saying that I needed to be the dude every single time or that I needed to be drafted, right. Or have all these little predetermined checkpoints. I just needed to go in and, and treat it like a game. Um, and it was actually pretty crazy how I got back into it. I was walking down a street where I was living at at the time, and I saw a kid using a connection ball of all things, and just kind of seeing him do some like dry throws with a with in his garage. And I was like, "Hey, like, have you been to the ranch?" And he was like, "No." I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, um, that that's kind of where that came from, or whatever. We started conversation. I was like, "Where do you train now?" He ended up actually being right down the street. I was like, hey, yeah, this guy, Steve Morgan, he helps run all this stuff. Let's go, you know, give him a call and see if if you can come in and and check it out. I was like, dude, yeah, I'd love to. So obviously pre this, I was a huge Texas baseball ranch guy. had all the information and just digested it and eat, sleep and breathed it whenever I was coming up. And I think it, it, that alone, connected me to set up a bullpen with a local JUCO, South Southeastern Community College, which is about two and a half hours away from where I was living at the time, but it was near Wilmington. Right. And, you know, I go down there, it's November. They have to pull in a position player to catch because it was during one of their off weekends. So they didn't have a lot of guys there. And I don't even finish the bullpen yet. And the coach was like, we'll take you. I'm like, cool. Awesome. So, you know, I go down there, no scholarship money or anything and just go out there and purely enjoy the game. And, you know, that was, uh, some, some of that story of me coming back from, I guess the, the burnout or the giving up of willing to hang up the cleats. Plenty of other aspects to that story too, but, um, that's my, my player side. Right. So again, the biggest thing is learning to just reconnect and play for the love of the game. And if you don't find that, if you can't find it, then maybe you just walk away. It's just something was a harsh reality. Like all of us do end up being beer league softball players. Um, But now we'll shift gears here and go to being more um, as a coach. Right. So fast forward to a few more years after the JUCO route, after the two years of the Division II, went to Salem State. Um, I went right into doing internships. Right? I did an internship at Cressy. I did an internship at the Florida Baseball Ranch at the time, uh, which is now called the Armory. But from there, right, I was just really like gung ho on all of it. And and trying to add as much as I could to my toolbox, expanding and learning as much as I could. But I think I took it a little bit to an extreme because I, I never took much time for myself. And I do think if you want to be great at something, you do need to have that level of obsessive focus. Um, 
But at the same time, you also do need to enjoy life. And I didn't really give myself time for that looking back, right? It was where I was always picking up shifts or picking up times to go do things, uh, mainly because I had to. I didn't really have uh, much of the finances because I was able to get Pell Grants and stuff like that to push me through school. But, um, you know, it was it was one of those things where it was kind of a necessity, but also like, hey, and one thing that Randy Sullivan told me to this day that I still hold true is, hey, they can take all your stuff from you. They can take your money. They can take, you know, your job and take all this, but they can never take the knowledge that you learn. And I really went in on that and still do to this day. That's why most of my posts are educational and trying to help grow the game for you guys that listen in. Um, but yeah, that's that's just where I was. You know, I may have took on those workaholic characteristics, always looking to try to do something, um, you know, but never shutting it off probably isn't the answer. And again, I'm still learning how to do this myself. Um but I do think you still need to work hard. You still need to grind. Don't misplace what I'm saying here. Like you need to still put in the work, especially if you're trying to grow yourself as a coach or in, as a career. It's not just going to come by osmosis and you're just going to be dropped down from the heavens, the knowledge that you need, right? Like you need to do some type of research, studying, even some trial and error, experiment with other things that other coaches are doing. You know, it's part of it, right? Um, but I think the biggest thing for me was learning how to have those boundaries, right? Not staying up until 2 a.m. writing programs or, you know, going in every single seven days out of the week to the facility because it just wasn't necessary. It could have prioritized my time a little bit better. Um, but now, you know, of course, I'm in a much better situation now where I'm having a lot more control of my time. I cultivating those boundaries and communication being like, Hey, like after nine or 10, no communication with athletes or, or coaches, right? Like we're just shutting it off. Um, and, you know, just learning how to enjoy life right? and detaching from baseball being life itself. Right. So uh, for those of you who might be thinking that, you know, Hey, like, am I doing too much? Do I need to shut it off? Maybe you give yourself a little bit of a breather like I did whenever I was a player. Not saying you need to do it three, four months at a time, but, you know, step away for a few weeks. Learn how to be a kid again or learn how to just enjoy life. If you're a coach, go to the beach, go do your thing and reconnect with yourself. Because if if you're coaching through wholeness and love as as a human that's going to reflect into how you interact with your players. And same thing as if you're a player, if you're connected to that, you know, creator within you, the, the, the love and the, the joy that you get from the game and not just making it too much of a business, then your performance will show. Not saying that you're going to go 10 for 10 every single time or be lights out and have a 0-0 ERA. But, you know, sometimes it's best to take a step back to then allow yourself to take a step forward. A great read um, that I do recommend for you guys as well is Stillness is the Key. 
definitely recommend that for you guys. And I'll put that for a link in the show notes here. But at the end of the day, you are on your own journey. It's never going to be linear. It's never going to be the way you thought it was going to be, right? Like you just need to enjoy and be present, be where your feet are and stay in the zone.